Hey guys, welcome to the Only Clash podcast with your host, Hero Killer and Historian. Welcome to episode 18 of the Only Clash podcast. With me today are two very special guests. The first one is C-Note. C-Note, how are you doing today? Doing great, Hero. Thanks for having me on again. Heck yeah, man. Anytime. And now, drum roll, I guess, for the man, the myth, the legend, Inc., What's up, Inc.? What's good, guys? Thank you for having me. Heck yeah, man. Anytime. How, how was your week, Inc.? Uh, has been, the week has been great, I suppose. I mean, the drafting is over with, so I feel like that's off my shoulders because that was like my main concern for the whole month of September. Um, now that that's done, I can, I can actually focus back on to Clash. How was your week? Pretty good. It uh, was kind of uneventful. or it, Well, I guess it was. Maybe I shouldn't say that. We had two guys at work quit. So it's been a little bit crazy because now we're trying to struggle to get. Because I drive truck. And so now that we're two truck drivers short. So we were supposedly going to start having Fridays off because we've been slow. But that'll never happen now that we're short two guys. So, yay. Oh, yes. <laughs> How was your week, Cino? Uh, it's always a little crazy on CWL week, so I'm looking forward to the week ending soon. <laughs> right. Uh, how many crazy shenanigans happened? What, did we have like 150 different accounts doing CWL this month? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess when you look at it, our, our ratio to getting people in as to not reaching people is really good, but there's always those few that you just can't reach. They don't they're not active enough. They don't see the messages and they just miss out. So I always feel bad about that, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy trying to get people to where they're supposed to be and donating and, you know, just, and try all while trying to get your own attacks in. Yeah. And we had a bunch of, we had some, a lot of subs this time around, which I was kind of happy for because because I know there's going to be people missing their attacks and now it'll just be like, all right, well, I'm going to sub that guy out and sub this guy. in. so, Hopefully this guy gets his attacks in. Or now I don't have to do 20 attacks a day. It's only 15 or whatever, you know. Right. <laughs> it works for me. Um, well, we got the we got the new update. We got expo levels, mortar levels, and a handful of troop upgrades. Some good ground troops anyways. What, what were your thoughts on the update, Inc.? Was it a good update, bad update, needed it, or what? Yeah, I'm actually pretty pleased with the update. I'm glad ground is back somewhat. Um, it's just that the error meta has been here for so long. You kind of just, you just kind of have to relearn things. It's like getting on a bike again. And um, I mean, the, the FCs are real. I've been trying and trying and trying and trying and practice and practice. But yeah, I mean, it's it's so far so good. I'm, I'm liking what I see. What about you? Uh, I think I probably have like a hot take on the update. I'm glad that the ground troops got an update because I think they needed them. But I feel like the update as a whole was sort of a joke because we'll all be finished before next season pass hits, really. Like if you were almost max, you're going to be max within the next month because they only updated like eight different structures. So that's only they each have about three weeks worth of uh build time but if you have six builders 
Like, it's really not going to take many accounts very long to then be all of a sudden maxed again. Like, I didn't even break into any books and stuff that I had saved up. I just used my CWL medals to kind of get enough buildings done to where I'll finish the rest sort of organically. And then, well, then I'll be kind of stuck again just doing attacks, I guess. What, what were your thoughts, C? Uh, kind of lackluster, honestly. I, I To Ink's point. Um, I agree with them. I'm happy ground is back, but I kind of have to wonder, is it truly back? Because maybe it's just me being using air for so long. I forgot how to ground attack, but I'm really struggling with the ground um, in its current form. So I, I guess the jury's still out, but uh, face value, it's, I don't know. It's, it's not what I thought it would be. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like every town hall level, like all the little meta shifts and stuff that kind of come with how uh, the game just gets bigger and bigger. And I feel like there's going to be this ever-growing gap between sort of the casual guys, sort of like us, and like the pro guys. Because, you know, I mean, eventually it'll be so sort of methodical that you'll have to go about of it. Your attack's like really methodical and I feel like it gets harder and harder for the casual guys. Yeah. And at Town Hall 14, I think I really noticed it a lot more. Whereas Town Hall 13, I felt like, you know, I was still like really hanging in there. I was putting up a great hit rate with my triples and stuff. But man, at Town Hall 14, I don't feel like I'm even a decent player in war. It's crazy. Says the man that just tripled in war today. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he, he set that up. <laughs> that was epic, though. <laughs> that first what a segue. <laughs> yeah, day one of CWL. This guy had a, he just had a crazy base that was like super blizzard. Like I got full scatter shots, the eagle, and the town hall with just my blizzard, and like you can't wow. really ask for more value than that. Like right. I basically had nothing left. And so then after that, I just did like a mass hybrid just because I knew that basically anything after that would have taken the base because they had nothing left. So, yeah. Was there and, a reason uh, why you opt? I'm sorry. Was there a reason why you opt to using hybrid instead of skybrid? Uh, no, I just knew that uh, I'll probably be using some skybrid or some dragons anyways. So I figured that my actual regular hybrid would take the rest of that base. So I wanted to kind of keep it fresh and change it up. Gotcha. No real actual reason, though, besides just, right. like, my sanity. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, but poor Agent, though. And me and Agent's bet right now that we've got going on, whoever has the most stars at the end of CWL, they get the sort of king of the hill. And the other guy gets kicked out of the clan for a month. And so huh. he actually got a one star, which was crazy because his blimp, he barely missed his blimp in his warden's tome. And so then the, the tome didn't, or the blimp didn't make it to the town hall and died. And so he didn't get that town hall there. Well, then the queen came all the way around because it was still like a 90 something percent one star. But the queen came all the way around and had one more shot on the town hall left, and she died. And it was, I'm sure he's really sweating right now. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, being down three to one now, right? Right, day one, three to one. That means he has to get two triples to catch up to you. Yeah, he's gonna. Oh, wow. he's gonna be sweating. I told him I was coming for him though, so he better be prepared. Yeah. Well, speaking of sweating, what about the other bet we have going on? The bigger bet. <laughs> the, the, the real bet. <laughs> the manly bet. Well, yeah, it's been like a couple weeks since we've recorded, so I guess I talk about everything like everybody knows about it, but nobody probably knows about anything. But we have this, uh, you know, a toenail bet going on that whoever, it's who ranked guy at the end has to paint his toenails, right? Yeah, the lowest, the lowest man on the totem pole. Gotcha, yeah. So whoever, whoever has the least stars, least percent, will have to paint their nails and then write the name of the person with the highest stars slash highest percent on their foot and sharpie and then take a picture of it and send out to ink spank bank (laughs) (laughs) and and to give credit this is ink's idea no, yeah, well, I, no, I, I can't take credit for this one. This was C-Note's idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's going to think I have a foot fetish. <laughs> for some reason, Hero and I got caught into it. I was like, why Why is just the two of us? Let's just make it a whole orgy of sort. So we just got more and more people involved. I mean, C, why don't you tell everybody um, who's in this bed? Okay, I think it is the, us three. And then uh, Hammer. Uh, Peter from Red Thorn. And our special guest, this bet, who I'm going to shade out a little early, Carl, who tried to up <laughs> my bet and lost in the process uh, due to the draft that Ink mentioned earlier. Uh, Carl bet me that he would go higher than me in the draft. And if I did, I would have to paint, if I lost the toenail challenge, I would have to paint both feet. And I one upped him and said, I'll do that if I, if I don't get drafted higher and I'll do you one better, I'll write your name on the other foot. So as it stands right now, I don't have to do that. And Carl is now in the toenail challenge, Woo-hoo! which I'm sure he's not happy about. He is. Like, I oh, feel shoot, like we, I gotta we go have go. to somehow like DDoS Carl as he does his attacks or something, you know, like calling a SWAT team on him. So he just gets all these one stars. So that way, because that would be literally the worst for him if he actually had to post a picture of his feet on the discord. Like he hates all the feet. Me. It would be this so shit. great. Well, if this he loses both was... bets, he might as well just go full frontal because he's got to show his chest and his feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Carl yeah, because he's got that other bet with the tip dog and tea. Correct. <clears throat> the shirtless mowing bet, which we're getting into the season where <laughs> the grass isn't going to need to be mowed, so they're going to have to come up with a different chore to do shirtless. Yeah. 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 I think tea already. I mean, I think a tip already did one of the uh did his picture and it was just kind of like blurred out the image was blurred out it was, it was posted in your discord and i was like oh what a teaser <laughs> it's like it's like he's ready it's, it's not he spank bang worthy <laughs> no it's not <laughs> oh man well uh what what type uh attacks are you guys using for cwl what about you Ian? uh i 
my first CWL hit, I tried a Queen Charge hybrid. Um, I just, I just felt like there wasn't enough push with the hybrid, and it fizzled out. I got an eighty percent two star. I just, I had to make sure I, I sealed up the two. I didn't want to be an agent. Um, <laughs> but I, I, the other night I was practicing with Nob, and we were just doing a bunch of variants of other stuff. I was at Nob and Cena. I'm sorry. Um, I did a Queen Charge Hogs, Queen Charge Hybrids. Um, I end up doing Yeti Smash with Warden Walk. And from all of the attacks, I felt like the Yeti Smash with the Bowlers was by far the strongest. It, it was just weird, but it, it, I mean, it happened. I was able to just blimp the Town Hall and then hit hit the other base with with the, uh, the portion of the troops. And I got um, higher success rate with it and higher percentage. Um, Very nice. Yeah. And let's be honest, I'm the one you three-starred with that attack when we were doing friendly challenges, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know mean, you're I trying lucky. to be nice and not mention that, but no, I got lucky. I got lucky. I, you know, luck's always been my on my side. Oh, you're pretty good, man. Don't sell yourself short, bro. right? No. What about you, C? What kind of attacks have you been playing around with? Uh, very similar to what Ink was just saying, like a Yeti, a variation of Yeti Smash. Uh, there was an older attack before around the town hall 13 range that I was using regularly. And it, uh, it consisted of like two E drags to funnel. And then, um, I think it was eight, eight or nine Yetis. Um, I'm not doing the octo quake or anything like that. I'm just using a log launcher to get in and then four earthquakes and a jump to, to let the Yetis get around. That was doing okay for a little while, but I'm not in Legends League, so it's really hard to tell. Um, and I think that I'm doing what a lot of other people are doing um, that aren't really good at hybrid is they're just sticking with Skybrid. Um, because I was consistently two-starring and high percentage and, you know, anything can happen kind of thing. So I'm kind of still going with that for now until I can get some kind of solid ground attack going. And uh, you already mentioned that you use like a um, a variation of hybrid for your war attack today. Is that what you're going to stick with now, or are you going to go back to air? Uh, it'll probably depend mostly on the base, but I think for the most part I'll go back to air. I think the update was cool to get those levels, but I really don't think that it's going to shift the meta that much. Anyways, it hasn't seemed like that to me. I guess I don't know. I haven't really been on the pro scene lately, but... It doesn't seem like the ground update we wanted anyways. It just kind of threw some levels out there and was like, hey, kids, have fun, go play. But that really wasn't the toy we wanted for Christmas. No, the bowlers are not what I expect. Yetis are stronger, and I like that, but the bowlers just are about the same as they were, in my opinion. Have you guys used the Super Bowler at all to any success, or is it just kind of like, a oh, cool, a new Super Troop? I used it. Uh, I got it first day when, you know, when the update came out and I was raiding with it and I, 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 I don't, it's not what I expected. It's, it's again, it's underwhelming. Um, great funneling troop. If you've got a bunch of debris before you hit your base, but 
it didn't really uh, they don't they're not as tanky in my opinion as we were kind of hoping they'd be what about you ink I've not used the super bowlers um, I've seen people use it in FC um, with log launcher I I mean it's it's a hit or miss I I just think it's expensive it's 30 troop space it's it's a lot yeah and like what C was saying it's not beefy enough i mean i feel like i can just use a couple of golems and you know just bowlers if that's the case because i mean you get the extra bounce but it, it it's not ticking over it's not breaking the game like like how dragons and and the dragon riders did like that was that was a huge impact to to um, the community. Like we see how OP it was, and for a super troop like Super Bowlers, I'm not gonna be like, oh, it's an OP troop. Like everybody's gonna use it, not yet at least, until a pro comes out and be like, oh, this is how you're supposed to use it. Gotcha. How yeah. About you, Hero? I haven't used it at all. I was kind of curious to see like how sort of the Super Bowler stacks up against an E Dragon because. And E-Dragon has sort of a similar get-up to where it chains buildings. Obviously, it does, like, decrease damage between them. But, you know, as far as, like, hit points-wise, I feel like E-Dragons were almost, like, more tanky than the Super Bowlers that I've seen. But, it, man, I just, I don't know. 30 housing space just seems like a bit much for me. I'm, I, I'm sure they shouldn't be. No, they don't want them sprung trapped or anything like that, but. It just seems like a lot for just what the bowler does. I haven't yeah. really found a niche for it anyways. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. 100%. I mean, what is the uh, the troop count for a super witch? Um, <clears throat> I'm actually logging right now. I'm going to find out because, I mean, it shouldn't it shouldn't cost more than the super witch because... Super witch is 40. Oh, okay. So that's like 10 spaces more. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, thirty is a hefty funnel troop as well. I mean, I don't, I don't I'm not going to use that as a funnel troop because I'm that type of person, a player that likes to be cheap on my funneling troops and then more heavier on the main part of the army. Yeah, I mean that bowler bounce funnel that you could do. I mean, regular bowlers are only six space, so you know if you, you know, back in the day when you had like bowler bounce funnels, that was worth it because you're only using six housing spaces to sort of better funnel for the rest of your army whereas now it's like a 30 space super bowler even if you get a little bit extra funneling i don't think it's worth it in my opinion anyways no and you would still need something to tank for that super bowler to be able to funnel because lately i've noticed and i'm sure you guys have too that people are protecting from queen charges so they're putting their defenses more towards the outside they still have a, a, a heavy core, but there's things that will shoot at, you know, a Super Bowl or trying to funnel. So you may not even get the value that you wanted out of that, you know, and you just lost 30 housing spaces. Yeah, very true. Very yeah, true. I, I was going to ask you guys, I was going to ask you guys, have you guys been noticing any difference, like, with the impact of the new Expos? Like, um, as far as, like, clean charging, are you guys having a harder time dealing with that? Because that's what it's basically for. The, the the level up, it's supposed to slow down the clean charges. 
Man, I really feel like the Queen Charge is like all that's left of ground. And it's like the expo was like a nerf to Queen Charges. And so it is yeah. kind of sad to see because I know I, I saw Historian actually posted a couple replays in chat the other day when he was Queen Charging and he was still doing really good. But I've never been great at Queen Charging. And now I feel like this would make it almost impossible for me to like, I always wait way too long before I pop a Rage. And then my queen just like goes to ability. And then, so I, I've never had much success with queen charging. Have you queen charged much to see? I'm, I'm a queen charge spaz. Like I can't, I can't do, I panic too easily. And I've seen people take their queen down to like a sliver and keep it up without popping its ability. And I can't do that. So I, I, I can, but not successfully, not as successfully as others. So I try and shy away from it. Yeah, it's yeah. Historian had a replay where he was going against her ring base, and he actually broke her all the way into the town hall in the very center, and he kept her alive the whole time. And I was like, "You pretty much just clean charge that entire base." And he's like, "Yeah." Wow. And I was like, "I can't do that, anyways." But you know, yeah, that was post update too, so I'm sure the guy had at least a couple of his expos maxed. But yeah, it's, yeah. What about the? OP overpowered mortar level. I mean, those things are going to start. <laughs> those things are like mini eagles, right? They're so terrifying. They look like a jar of peanut butter, <laughs> like a jar of open peanut butter. <laughs> I, I think Itsu said that now you can't just like one balloon a mortar like you could before. So I guess that's good, but I just don't think that mortars even make a difference in battle. Like it would, you would have the same amount of triples whether there was mortars or not. I've yeah. never heard anybody plan. I think Carl and I talked about this in any attack, any uh, scouting that I've seen or, you know, helping others or talking about bases on chat or in voice. I have never, ever once heard someone say, well, what about those mortars? So I, I agree with you. I don't think that they make much of a difference. I think it was just something that Supercell does, you know, to round out the remaining defenses that needed to be upgraded. Yeah, they want everything to look at that, you know, Town Hall 14 swagger. They don't want to leave a defense without an upgrade, basically. So, right. Yeah, or maybe Carl's. Skin. Or maybe Carl knows something. I mean, he did upgrade to Timmy. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's on to no. something. Yeah. I mean, there there were instances where I will try to be really cheap with a funnel and the mortar will just take it out. I'm like one shot away from it. And then that mortar, that one last mortar shot took out my funnel troop and I couldn't use it. Then I had to use another troop to, to, to set my funnel. I mean, that is the only instance where the mortar will make, will, will be, you know, a pain in the ass. But other than that, yeah, like I agree with you guys. That's it's basically for the looks. Yeah, it's pretty much just like a joke defense at this point. I think, yeah, that's what you guys were talking about is was there ever a defense that had a, took a bigger hit than a mortar because you were so afraid of it at like Town Hall 5 and 6 and then mm -hmm. <laughs> then you just stopped caring about it. You're just like, what? Yeah, and all those like upgrade guides, you know, that YouTubers post, the mortar is literally the last one on almost all of them, mortars and cannons. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, do you guys, I, I know I'm guilty of this. When you're upgrading your base and say you have enough gold to do any defense, you're not looking at the mortar until the very end. You know what I mean? Really? Like mortars are great before walls, in my opinion. So uh, yeah. no one, you know, you're right. They, they, they don't. To Ink's point, I've done the same thing. You try and be cheap. I've tried to like uh, funnel with wizards and, and a mortar will take out a wizard but that or, or an archer, but really not much else. So you really don't plan for those things very much. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, they would have to have a, a sort of a revamp for the defense to be, like, really relevant. But at this point, they're already moving on to bigger and better things, which is kind of cool how they come out with, like, sort of a signature defense for every town hall level. Makes you wonder what the next signature defense will be. What if they incorporated the um, the lava launcher from the builder base? and say put it into like one mortar you know would that make a difference would that make for a little more at least that one mortar no like uh like uh, a lava launching thing you know like a splash damage that stays damage over time yeah like a gear upgrade or whatever that yeah. they have in the building yep. yeah that would be sweet i think i do too you could just loon drop it over, drop over it. You know what I mean? The only thing that I'll probably be afraid of is if they turn all the mortars into burst mortars and there's like three of them flying at you, then then you can't use that cheap funnel troop, right? You got to use something a little bit more expensive. Yeah, that's or, a good yeah, point. Or, yeah, yeah, or if they make the mortar like air or ground. I don't know. It's just just throw a little bit more options for the, for the base builders to play with. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really good point. I think with with defenses like that to that only target ground troops, it kind of you know makes a certain whole side of the game then not affect. And so they have to they can't really give them too much love because then you know it's like it's like walls. You know, people with max walls, it's like well, it's an air heavy meta. So what do those walls do for you? You know, it's they kind of have to balance sort of air versus ground and how those defenses and structures work against those. But I think it's, yeah, you know, yeah. agree. agree. For sure. Because especially with the air meta, it's just silly for me to even want to work on my walls because it's like, well, everyone's just flying over them anyways. Why, why do I care about trying to grind <laughs> out 6 million <laughs> per wall? You know, exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, that was but, my excuse for not having max walls back then. Like, why? They just fly over it. If you made mortars um, <clears throat> able to handle air, boy, wouldn't that mess up the air meta? I would love it, actually. Yeah, I think that would be. I mean, logistically, it should. Ha you should be able to do it. Like, if you're running a mortar, you could shoot it at something in the sky. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. At least at close range, change. right? Yeah, at least at at least no. at close range. No man. Yeah, I definitely think that it's you know mortars are just silly. <laughs> and we've spent like ten minutes talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> that's an epic tangent that we went on. <laughs> yeah. The irrelevance that's, of that's, mortars. That's just how upset we are about the mortars. 
<laughs> yeah, as long as we don't talk about builder base, because I could probably go on for like forty minutes about builder base and how much. I, I finally got four, six builders on four different accounts. I have six builders, and if I never played builder base challenge again in my life, I'll be happy. But every time the uh, clan games comes around, every time I sneak back over to builder base, or you know, I have to do it for the gold pass to get the twenty percent off or whatever on one of my accounts, and it is the most unfulfilling game mode as far as i'm concerned because if you lose you get literally nothing and you have to wait sometimes for them to finish beating the crap out of you it's oh like, god you can't yes. you can't even that. go into another match you know you've already lost but you have to watch this guy with like six archers left just like ding 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 <laughs> you know it's like come on this is ridiculous let me do something it's like when you log in and you're being and you're under attack, you know, and you can't do anything except for watch this guy just wreck your base. And you're just like, well, I just wanted to collect my loot and maybe request for some troops. But now I have to wait for three minutes watching this guy wreck my base. Right. Yeah, that drives me crazy. Yeah, I think that you should at least I, I don't know who posted it in chat the other day, but somebody said you should be able to switch out of your accounts when you're under attack. And I totally agree. Cause I do too. There's nothing more frustrating than just sitting there for three minutes, like twiddling your thumbs, or, or then setting your phone down and being like, "Oh, I'll just go grab a glass of water." And you come back and you're still under attack, and you're like, "Well." <laughs> I mean, but both of you guys have, you know, accounts in the teens. I mean, I'm just, I just only have three, <laughs> so, so, I can, so, so I can see that. I mean, the way to fix your problem just get more devices, right? Super Snow's like, why don't you get more devices, bro? Play on the other ones. I've noticed lately, and maybe you guys have noticed it too, but there's been a few clans that have been sort of like needing help. I know we took on Wolfpack this CWL, but I have an old clan that I used to be in that I kind of still keep tabs on, I guess. I'm just curiosity, anyways, and it looks like. They're really struggling as far as members go. And I've noticed a ton of dead bases too. Like even in higher leagues, like in masters and champs, sometimes they'll find a completely dead 14 with, you know, burnt out infernos. What, what do you guys think? Do you think it's like the state of the game that people are just like getting irritated? Or do you think it's just that time of year that people are just doing other stuff? Um, you want to take this one? Yeah. I, I was just going to say, um, I, I don't remember what podcast it was on. I believe it was P&T that had guests on that was talking about this. Um, and I agreed with it wholeheartedly. The game is as much like gameplay as it is social. And I think that a lot of clans, while they may have active members, don't talk a lot. And that doesn't like attract more people because it looks inactive you know they may be playing but there's nobody saying anything there's nothing going on and maybe they're not as active in war and that really deters people and and you know kind of makes them question why they're getting on you know when there's it, it makes the game a little boring um so i think that you're seeing people leave because the social aspect of it um and to give you an example the um the last, uh, the interview, I think it was um, with Itsu and um, 
Darian, and I'm forgetting the third one, um, Judo. I was on that. I was watching it <clears throat> while the update was still, you know, hitting our, our phones and devices. And mm -hmm. every, every other word in the chat was bring global back, bring global back. And Darian even addressed it and said, short-term answer, no. Long-term answer, no. And which I thought was <laughs> hilarious. But um, yeah. he said that they don't have any plans of bringing global back. And that was a very attractive um, method, you know, to keep people interested is when your clan was dead, you just went into global, you, you recruited, you talked to people that you don't normally talk to, and maybe you get lucky and get a couple of members and they're talkative. And so when you kind of take the social aspect out of it, the game doesn't give you the satisfaction that it once did. And I think that's affecting a lot of those like on the edge clans. What about right. you, Inc? Right. I think, I think um, I'm not saying this is the way to fix it, but I think to boost up like, the social aspect of the game, maybe incorporate like private inbox messages where you can send a message to your friend. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like if, if C's on my friend's list, I'll just send him a message, you know, it flies over there. Hey, see, you want to come over for war this day? Right. And he'll get the message inbox and we can go back and forth doing that instead of um, jumping on Discord and then throwing him the message that way because we are leaning towards a different platform for the social aspect. Right. Exactly we're right. Using Yeah, we're just logging on during our raids. Uh, some people got legends, so they got to do their aids. Some people got war. Some people don't even attack. They just collect a resource and log off like it's Farmville. <laughs> you know, so so yeah. So I think I think um, that way. It I mean it it helps out. I think it will boost it will boost the social aspect. It will be a lot easier um, to manage wars. You yeah. Know? Like hey buddy, I need your attack. Can you can you you know your timer's up or something there's just right. got to be more if you take something away you got to give something back exactly that's how i feel yeah. too yeah what, they what definitely think, need to do something i feel like about the whole i mean they've basically just been like okay you guys just everyone go to discord i think even in their uh qualifiers they use discord for something and it's like i mean come on you can't you can't do everything within the own app like i understand how discord is such a great has so many different things that we can do with it i mean geez now green arrows got a whole rpg game in the middle of our discord <laughs> server you know but there there is a lot of cool things you can do with discord but i think it would be yeah. better if it if it like sort of the communication stemmed from the app because that's where everyone at is at you know there's quite a few people that'll never download discord just because they don't want the hassle, just because right. maybe they had it at one point and they didn't like it. Or they but, don't know how to use it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But everybody has Clash of Clans installed on their phone that's in your clan, you know, for the most part. Right. So there should be better ways of communication within the app, even if it's yeah. just like sending direct messages, kind of like you were saying, Inc., like, hey, you know, you're supposed to go over to this clan for CWL. You haven't responded in Discord yet, but here's a an additional reminder or whatever. I think that would definitely be for the best. If you're deferring yeah. people to Discord, which is another social application, you're taking away from the cl the clan chat, 
you know what I mean? More people are talking in Discord than they are in clan chat. So your supercell, if they are deferring people to, to Discord or whatever other social app there is, it, it, I don't think they understand that like half the game is social. So you're taking away the social aspect of it in game. So there's, you know, like Ink said, you're just getting on. Maybe you're doing your Legends attacks. Maybe you're just collecting your resources, seeing where you're at. You upgrade one thing and you get off. And nothing's said, nothing's done. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it, I think yeah. it hurts the game, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a one-stop shop. Right. Yeah, I agree. I, I understand why they, they, you know, their reasons for taking global away, but that, like you said, even if they took something away, they should at least give us something. You know, maybe if it's not a global chat, like a clan alliance sort of a chat or something like that, where, mm. like, say we could have yeah. three of our family clans or even five clans that, you know, we could kind of bounce back and forth and chat with. You know, it's still a much larger um, people you can talk to than just your own clan. Because right now, in most of our clans, it's not very active, but our Discord is bumping pretty much all day, you know? Right. There's always, like, shout out to Kat. She's always saying good morning to everybody, you know? And there's always conversations and stuff that stem from, you know, those people who are active in Discord, like Knob and Moose. They're always going back and forth, stuff like that. But you don't really see that in clan chat. And so those people who are in clan chat are just kind of missing out, really. Yeah, I agree. Very true. Very true. i got to walk inside. It's freaking pouring outside. <laughs> no bueno. Um, no bueno, my friend. <laughs> well, uh, you got any uh, shout-outs there, Sino? I do. Uh, huge, huge, huge shout-out. Probably the biggest shout-out I've, I've done so far to Kat for drafting me ahead of Carl and thus getting Carl into the toenail challenge. Um, that was huge. And um, shout out to you, Hero, for, for you know, big opening day, three-starring, and uh, taking advantage of Agent, one-starring, and for also having me on the show with the Legendary Inc. Hell yeah. How much did you have to pay Cat uh, to get her to draft you? Or was that, was, did she just do it out of the goodness of her heart? She, I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was on pins and needles and, um, ink to his credit was like trying to comfort me and reassure me like, dude, you're going to go high. Don't worry about it. You're going to go high. And I'm like, I don't know, you know? And so the first round went by and cat had two picks at the end of the first round. So she picked Peter and then me. And then it was just like this huge sigh of relief. Um, cause I don't do well when I get into bets with Carl. So <laughs> I finally won one and I was thrilled and, and I have cat to thank for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've won a bet against Carl either. He, he pretty much only bets when he knows he's going to win. As well. when he, yeah. He's got that ace <laughs> up his sleeve. <laughs> you got any shout outs there, Inc? Yeah, I actually got a few shout outs. Um, first shout out is going to go to you guys. Hero. See, um, thank you for having me. Um, Second shout out is gonna go to Frosty. Uh, the dude has been spotting me for my attacks, and um, I've learned a few tricks. He's been hiding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that dude's an OP attacker. I gotta give him a shout out. Frosty um, is amazing. Uh, yeah, he is. Um, and I would like to shout out the draft team. The draft team, the ladies, 
that signed up to be captains of the draft. Cat, MB67, Jess, Shen. Um, and then we got our legendary podcast, um, draft war host, Peter. Um, Morgy helped out with streaming. MSP, Fox. Uh, I'd like to give those two a shout out too because they did a lot of behind the scene work. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to pull that event off without them. And that's about it, man. And, you know, my crew back at Noble, I'm always, uh, always glad to be a part of that fam. And, you know, they're just great peeps. Yeah, hell yeah. I uh, tuned into the draft as well, just mostly because I was curious who was getting picked for C-Note or Carl. But <laughs> it, it does look like a lot of work to set all that stuff up. I know at first it's like then they start rolling off picks and stuff, and you're like, hold on, I've got to, you know, get all this – roles assigned or whatever and know what town hall they yep. are so you know you guys worked very hard but it went pretty smoothly so it just shows how you know you guys are all it was yeah. team it was intense it was intense i thought i thought it would be a little bit more chatty just because you know it's the ladies and they'd be like so what what nail color are you wearing what are you doing <laughs> how are you doing your hair or like what you got cooked for the kids like but it wasn't. They were just like, I want this person. I want this person. I want that person. I'm like, okay, slow down. It's like, <laughs> like yeah. slow down. I need a. Yeah. I was <laughs> expecting some, like, you dirty dogs. I was just going to pick that person or whatever. But it was definitely, like, right. all business. Right. It seemed like right. it was. Right. I was like, right, right. They were more serious than the gents last year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, yeah, so for my shout-outs, I've just got, obviously, Ink and C-Note. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it, boys. It's a pleasure. Yeah, my absolute honor. Also, shout-out to Nob for posting a picture of Carl's base and uh, Tip and T's Discord <laughs> server asking how to unrush his base. That was <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> I saw that. That was probably the hardest I've laughed all week was just, and then to see Carl coming after that, how dare you? <laughs> it was so funny. That was classic. That, yes, I saw that too. I was, I was dying laughing. Oh man. Well, you got any shade outs there, C? Ooh. Uh, I mean, I already kind of shaded out Carl for trying to add to the bet and losing. So, um, I guess I'm going to have to shout out agent or shade out agent. Excuse me. Like, uh, you know, we said hero was coming for you and he's here. So are you really going to have to step up your game? Oh yeah. He better watch himself because I'm already up two stars. That's going to be, it's going to be tough to come back from, but it I'll, is. I'll give him a chance. Maybe. Definitely. What about you, Ink? You got any epic shade outs? Yeah, I have one epic shade out, and I'm gonna shade out our dearest friend, Miss P. Oh, oh boy, yeah. Um, yeah, there's this is the reason why I'm shading out Miss P, and I know she's gonna hear this, but I mean, there was many nights where I was lonely, afraid, and I needed a woman's voice to put me to sleep, and she wasn't there. Oh. <laughs> Where you be, my friend? Where will you be <laughs> when I needed you? Where would you be when I cried those nights? Come back, my friend. 
I, yeah, I was going to say, I think everybody's wondering where Miss P is, myself included. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I miss her dearly. I texted her the other day to see how she was doing. She she was just like, life is busy. Now that mm-hmm. COVID's over, she's just like party mm-hmm. animal all the time or something. We chat every day. I just don't see her on voice anymore. It's like, hey, you want a voice? Oh, I'm 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 painting my toenails. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got any advice? <laughs> <laughs> She's doing something other than voicing with me when I needed her. How dare so she? So I'm looking for a re- I'm looking for a replacement, ladies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shout out on to the on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Just turned into a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> uh, this is, this is what like makes email a legend. Applications for inks, uh, side chick. You can send them to herokilla@gmail.com. <laughs> There we'll you put, go. We'll there put it on the, the uh, CFF Discord server. <laughs> oh, God. Get one, one, one more channel out of a thousand. Could have auditions, Inc., for who has the best female voice. Uh-huh. I'll share my spank. Right. I'll share my spank bank. Share the spank bank. Hey, he doesn't offer that up very often. No, he doesn't. He's probably got, like, archives. <laughs> it's like... The uh, terabytes of folders of. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I don't really. I don't have a huge shade out this week. I wanted to shade out uh, historian mostly, just because he's my boy, and I feel like he's gotten, you know, a little bit complacent with the game, not having as much fun as he used to be. But I'm gonna shade you out and say that you need to come back with fire and play some more and have fun. We just need to do some more voice chat parties. Me and Historian will be Ink's girlfriends. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll jump on that shade out with you, Hero. Because he didn't do... What's up with that, bro? Get back in the game. He said he just wasn't having much fun. and he, He told me he didn't want to do it at all. And So then I told you guys, well then... When I was getting ready to search, uh, spin up Dirty Gemmers, I was like, hey, man, do you want me to at least put you in the roster anyways? And he goes, oh, for Dirty Gemmers? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, well, you can just put me in there probably. And I was like, you bastard. (laughs) Oh, don't let the others hear that. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Maybe he's getting ready for uh, snowmobiling season because he does that, right? I heard that on the podcast. Oh, yeah. He loves sledding. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure he's. Yeah, so. So when when he gets hit by snow, it's like yeah, it's like Candyland to him. Right, sun's out, guns out. Sun's out, guns out. Oh yeah, that's I mean that's my shade out anyways. But you know, gotta love the shade. Did uh, did you have any questions or topics you wanted to bring up, Ink, or did we kind of go over them during? I- the- um, I do. I mean, if you got some more time to record and stuff like that. Hell yeah, I, mean, man. Just, I got all the yeah, time. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, I mean, I got some questions from us, uh, like that I've, I'm curious about. Um, I've got to go home after quant- this, man. We don't have to make it soon. <laughs> <laughs> you could keep recording. Just, I'm just going <laughs> to, 
I'm just going to leave the recording. It can go over <laughs> yeah, his Spank so, Bank archives with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, um, how many hours do you guys invest into like FC? You know, like if, if we get the new toys, I mean, we did get the new toys. Like how many hours do you guys spend? Well, I'm sure Sino kind of feels similarly because we have, you know, so many accounts. For me, anyways, it's really hard to spend time FCing when I know I should be doing farming or something on my other account. So I probably only FC for about an hour a week is all I would say, if that sometimes. Yeah, I would say the same. I, <clears throat> Whenever I feel I'm not having fun or I'm frustrated with the game, um, and I'm sure Hero can attest to this too, I'll always revert back to my lower accounts and start working on them and for whatever reason it makes me feel better and so after last cwl i kind of pulled almost all of them to this clan and started working on them and i started to feel better about the game now do i think that helps me with my town hall 14 probably not but at least it keeps me active and keeps me like in tune with the game if that makes sense so yeah i don't feel like i'm picking it up fresh um I'm like hero probably an hour a week, if that. Um, I mean, if there's people on like the other night with me, you, and Nob, I'll stay on as long yeah. as I can. And, you know, as long as the FCs are flying, I'll do as many as I can and try to do new things. But you don't get into that situation very often. And I'd really like to see us do more of that, like maybe the Friday night thing or whatever. And everybody's yeah. just throwing up FCs for hours and just getting good, you know? It was crazy that night. I end up staying up to like, five in the morning doing FCs with that dude. <laughs> yeah, we end up doing drinking games. Like if I if I if I wreck you more, you start drinking. That'd be amazing. Vice versa. I love that idea. And we're like Yeah, we're like, all right, let's just let's do this friendly. At first we're like, oh first one to triple, the other one drinks and we just went down to like, all right, if I if I do better on you, you're gonna start drinking because this is taking too long. <laughs> I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting thirsty. Yeah, it just it, it keeps the rust off, and if you don't practice enough, you will definitely feel it during attacks. Like your mind works faster than your actually your hand movements. And you're like, yeah, I could do this, and then you're like, you just get stalled up actually doing it. Yeah, I so think I that's got... one of the cool things about Legend League too, mm -hmm. is because it kind of keeps your mind focused on your attack even though the bases aren't very similar to like war bases but it kind of keeps those steps like first and foremost in your mind when you're doing eight legend league hits a day you know you kind of yeah. are still used to your attack whereas you know with your me i think the other day i dropped my warden instead of like my um lava hound and then i was just like oh my goodness well now there's no way i'm gonna three star because my warden's already getting, you know, cream corned by right. all these defenses. <laughs> like, but so I think that's a good point. Like, you, if you FC more, like you're sort of in tune more. But for me, it's just hard to like carve out that time. Usually, when I'm FCing, it's just to learn an attack. When it's like a brand new attack that I really want to get down, and I don't usually FC very often, unless we have like a Friday night fights type of thing too. Sometimes, you know. No, no, no. So, what do you guys do to prepare for like, like big winning warheads? Um. Well, for, it's always difficult because if I if it's a base that I'm not comfortable with, 
it, I, I've definitely used burnt base like once or twice to see if there's like a way mm -hmm. to triple bases, but I don't use it very often. And even, even when it comes down to the line at the end of a war, it's, you know, it's not really going to help me to know that somebody tripled it with Skybrid because I'm not good with Skybrid. So sometimes when I do burnt base bases towards the end of the war, like a, we really need a win, like we never do usually. I don't care enough about most wars to really feel like I need to, but I definitely will do a couple FCs probably to kind of get myself in the mindset and keep going over mm -hmm. the plan in my head. I don't usually plan mm -hmm. much on most of my attacks unless I'm really into, you know, unless we really need this attack to win. So now I'm, then I'll plan a little bit more, do FCs, so that way I kind of get in the rhythm of which troops I'm dropping and how quickly I need to right. do it, trying to time my invises, stuff like that. Whereas usually when I go in, since I have all these different accounts, like my invises are all different levels. So I end up using all my invises really early, sometimes on my ones with higher levels, because I know the majority of my accounts have lower leveled invis spells. So I'll try and get back in the rhythm of stuff like that i guess yeah that's that, that's actually very interesting because different levels different invis has different times yeah never thought of that because i only use invis at 13 and, well, and 14 and they're pretty close together i suppose yeah, yeah i think it's only like a half a second yeah yeah for sure um how about you Cena? what do you do bro i it depends on, you know what I mean? Life gets in the way sometimes, so I don't have the opportunity mm -hmm. to scout as much as I'd like, but I'm not one to ask for FCs or, um, or spotting only because you get a plan in your head and I, and not to say that anybody else is wrong, but if you're getting spotted or you're getting, or you're going over a plan with somebody, you have a tendency to get talked into something else. Now there is a benefit to that because, you know, other people see things that you may not, but I find that like I get talked into other things that maybe I'm not comfortable with that, you know, they think might work. And I'm like, okay, I agree with them. I want, if I, if I fail an attack, I want it to be on me. I don't want it to be on other people that talk me into something. You know, I never want to say, you know, Oh damn, Ink, you talked me into using this earthquake and I didn't need it or I failed because of it or whatever. I always want it to be like, way to go so you know you failed again so um i i kind of shy away from that from asking for help i will ask questions i'm i'm not you know without that but um generally i try and put it on myself and i try and look at a base and say where am i going to get the most value what attack would work better on this air ground you know um how am i going to get into it and lately i've noticed um and i'd like to hear you guys' opinion on this um, I'm kind of sectioning a base at this point. I'm kind of saying there's the town hall and there's everything else at 14. So how am I going to get the town hall down without affecting my kill squad? And then where am I going to come in with my kill squad, you know, to get the remainder of the base? Um, I mean, is that something that you guys are thinking now, or are you just thinking like I'm going regular attacks? Uh, I think the town hall is, yeah, the town hall is, super important especially with my blizzard strategy it's like you know if i'm doing even dragons after a blizzard if they go through the town hall i mean that's pretty much it there even a warden ability a lot of times won't carry troops through the orange juice it it's so stinking 
so good at what it does. It's it's a way more terrifying defense than you know the little builder huts that are basically archer towers. You know, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely target number one is the town hall for me too. I would agree. Yeah, ink. Hundred percent. I mean, it's it it's become a three phase attack where I'm planning for the town hall. I'm planning for. <laughs> Either a queen charge value or a suey value, and I'm, I'm, I'm planning for the main army to take out to take out the rest of the base. I mean, it's uh, I've yeah. I, as far as the uh, the thought processes, that is what I do. Yeah, and I mean this, it. I guess it helps for me to hear from you guys because uh, I'm going to be a little humble here. If we if if all of us are in a clan, the three of us, I'm looking at you guys, you know, I'm looking up to you guys. You know what I mean? Like I consider you guys more of elite attackers. So I'm always looking at what you're doing or how you're approaching a base. So it might be the fanboy in me or, or whatever you want to call it, but I'm always looking for, you know, towards your opinions and reading what you guys write and what you say on voice. And, and I kind of take that, you know, personally as far as like okay what are they doing how are they looking at value how are they looking at you know at a base so um your your opinions both of your opinions matter greatly to me thank you oh thank you i mean yeah that was very nice for you to say i mean i i'm, I'm with you on this i'm looking at hero carl and frosty and we'll see what they got to say i mean <laughs> carl Carl messes around a lot, but like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But he does everything very methodically. There's a reason for everything on his attack, same as Frosty, same as Hero. Yep. And that's why having you guys as my scrim um, partners, teammates, I mean, I learned a lot from it. Am, am I a better attacker from doing it? Well, I mean, my skills suck, so no, but the plans are <laughs> But you're a hell of a planner. <laughs> I could I can do a three hour funnel plan, no problem. <laughs> I plan to get two stars, man. Two stars win wars. Honestly, that's how I look at it. Like I you know, I gotta get at least a two star here, so what's my fail safe? You know what I mean? Yeah. Emergency yeah. break. Yeah. Carl is like totally different. Like Carl and Nob, I feel like when you hear how they go about talking about how they're gonna attack a base they both have way different like viewpoints than I do, or they see things way different than I do. Yeah. When, when we had the Carl versus kitten or Carl and kitten versus hero and historian. And I watched his hit on stream, like literally almost everything he did went exactly to his plan, except for like his king kind of stepped out. And that was probably what ended up ruining the attack for him. But, Every single thing else that he said, well, okay, I'm going to do these sneaky goblins here. It's going to take the town hall. You know, I'm going to break wall break in right here and then that'll work. Like everything went to his plan except for just that one thing. And when I have a plan, almost nothing goes to the plan. You know, it's like, oh, (laughs) my my queen walked this way. Okay, now I've got to do something else. Or, you know, it's, it's always crazy to see like, and, you know, they have that success because of how, how they plan they know exactly where they're you know back in the days of knobs drag bet you know he he knew how to just dissect bases to where his bats would just destroy him he's damn good yeah i love hearing knob on voice planning and or even just doing an attack because he never panics 
you know, when things go wrong, he's just like, oh, I didn't get that. You know, and he's just adjusting on the fly. You almost hear the wheels turning in his head, but it's it's so almost soothing. And I told him this the other night, like it's almost soothing to hear you talk through an attack because you're there's no high or low in your voice. There's no anger. There's no anything. You're just kind of like, oh, I didn't get that. All right. Well, I'm going to have to do this. And he's doing it and it's and he's still doing well. So it's like, geez, I wish I could be like that. And instead of being such a spaz when I'm attacking, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm I'm throwing F-bombs out there and ready to throw my phone when things don't go right. He's the professional assassin. He is for sure. (laughs) (laughs) So do you guys have any rituals before you guys attack? Like like I usually tap the screen as far as like spell placement, troop placement, and stuff like that, do you guys have any funny, like funky rituals, or am I the only one? Uh, like you just practice where you're placing your spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I zoom out a lot. Like I make sure I my base is all the way zoomed out, so that way mm-hmm. I know it's right at the perfect zoom to where if I need to zoom in. I know exactly how it's going to look. So that way it was exactly how I planned it out in my head, basically. Because sometimes I zoom yeah. in when I do my blizzards to make sure I know exactly where those little those little mm-hmm. guys are so they don't get domed by a scatter shot. So then it helps me to be make sure I'm all the way zoomed out. A lot of times what I should do is also set my warden to ground or air every time I do that. But I, I have trouble with <laughs> my warden on whatever he should be sometimes lately anyways you and i are the same man how about you see do you have any funny rituals so i queue up um i queue up back in black by acdc i um turn my phone off and on three times i spin around (laughs) twice i pet my cat i sit in my favorite seat with my feet up I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't just. I just turn it on and go. <laughs> it's like what? No pad writing it out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like you know uh, get as much luck as possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. I really don't have any quirky thing. I, if if anything, I like to be at home when I attack. I don't like to be anywhere else because I feel like you know. I'm rushed or, or, you know, whatever. I like to be at home, but there are those times where you are caught out. So I've just noticed that there's not a lot of success for me if I am have to pull over because I'm driving or I'm at work and I have to squeeze it in. Uh, it never goes well. So I, I ideally, I like to be at home. Oh, yeah. Epic. Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's all the questions I got from the fans that were inquiring. Well, yeah. Were you picturing me spinning around twice and <laughs> yeah, like throwing salt over your shoulder, grabbing all know. the rabbit's feet, turning the sound down, right, reset right. your router, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man! Well, yeah. Did, did you have any topics or anything, C? No, no. I, I'm like I said, I'm just happy to be here talking to you fellas. Heck yeah! Well, I appreciate you guys coming on again. Thank Definitely you. glad to be here. We'll have you. We'll have to do a. We'll have to have you guys on again when the historians back at it. I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he would love to talk to you guys too. But I oh, just wanted to wanted to put out another episode this week because it had been like two weeks. So 
He's a I hear you. Yep, I hear you. Histo, get back soon. Hell yeah. yeah. Or those shade outs are going to come in hot and heavy. Heavy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's like the ultimate test to see if people listen to their shade out, you know, and then they'll call you and be like, what the hell, man? Why'd you it, do that? Ink's like, going to hey, write historian in nail polish on his nails and take a picture <laughs> of it. <laughs> if, if historian comes back, I would do that just for the memes. <laughs> Don't let your memes be dreams, man. Exactly. Historian, we want you back, bro. <laughs> for sure. All right, well, I think that's all I've got, guys. Hopefully everyone has a good week. You can always catch us at the Crystal Join Discord server. Uh, I'll leave the link in the description. I love your faces, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Deuces.